Hello, welcome to podcast for the recently. Fucking kill me. Welcome to podcast for the recently released. I'm your host, Lewis Stardust. And I'm Jojo, the Indian circus boy. That sounds racist. Wait, you've never seen Tommy Boy? Is that what he says? Yeah, it's a quote from the movie. Oh. I mean, I, I can't say it in his voice, but he's like, Jojo, the Indian circus boy. Are you sure it's not racist? Why would that be racist? Well, I need to know so I don't have to add that or not. All right, and I'm Joe, just another co-host, Matisse. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a co-host. We're we're hosts together. Hosts with the most. I don't ever call you my co-host. I just said we're the host. We're co-host. So happy Friday, the good day of the week. You know, you get out of work. Go over to your local movie theater. Maybe your favorite shows have dropped this week, and you're going to go watch them like we do. We binge everything. Isn't that a Tuesday thing? That's like a Tuesday DVD for us. releases and stuff like no, that. No, but Friday's generally movie releases, releases yeah, in theater yeah, and true. stuff like that. Um, Tuesday is has forever been. Yeah, but we haven't seen anything in movies. Okay, but I'm just making a point here that Friday is a good day, and that's why we upload these podcasts because it's the end of the week and and whatever. Basically, that's the day she means. That's what she means. Like, oh, it's Friday. You just got out of work. You're waiting for our podcast to come on. I am saying that, but I'm also <laughs> saying that there's some new shows, and that's what today's episode is about. We're going to be talking about all the new shows that have been coming out, because for those of you who already know and are very up-to-date with your television that is, like, comic-related, uh, the CW is friggin' taking over, and they're doing an extremely good job with, like, their DC stuff, and it's doing extremely well. But nobody's really talking about all the independent stuff. I mean, the people in our groups of friends are talking, but not as widely as you would see them talking about basic, like, Marvel stuff yet. Well, I mean, and at the same time, they're talking a lot. Everybody's, like, still up on the CW stuff, but at the same time, the stuff that's within the DC Universe app shows... Yeah. Isn't as popular yet either. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, we'll get into that. So, we did watch um, Most of the Gifted, which I think that's like a... I don't even know where that's on. Fox? It might be Fox. I think it's Fox. We watched The Gifted. We watched it on what? Hulu, right? Yeah, we watched it on Hulu, but it was on, uh, I think, Fox. And we also watched The Runaways on Hulu, which they're both alright shows. Like, I like The Gifted more because it feels a little bit more adult, but... The point of this is is that, yes, there are Marvel shows, yes, there are DC shows, but we're going to be talking about some of the independent shows today because they deserve love and recognition. Oh, you like love and recognition? I do. That's why we're going to talk about them. Okay. Um, so, go ahead and light that if you need to. So, first up is a show that I have been making Joe watch called Deadly Class. And we haven't watched it in a hot minute, though. I I watched it because you didn't want to watch it. Oh. I haven't watched all of it. So right now there's about six episodes. I've only watched four episodes. So the things we're talking about are still airing or have just been released or are incoming. So you still have a chance to like catch up and watch it. But Deadly Class is a Image Comics series. And I remember in New York Comic Con this year there was like banners and stuff for it everywhere. Do you remember seeing that? 
You probably weren't even looking at it. Um, no, no, I wasn't. Either. Okay, well, I've seen it everywhere. Um, as a fan of Image Comics, and for those who don't know, I do a small Image Comics series on my YouTube channel every Sunday. Um, but I was a really, you know, big fan of Image in general, and they sent me a care package, and Deadly Class was in it, and it was... Um, very well talked about at Comic-Con and I was excited to read it so I read the first volume and then I had Joe put on the show and it's generally about a group of kids who are enrolled in a like a small private school to become assassins yeah and it follows um still like the main character don't they get kind of abducted into it Almost. Yeah, it seems like they're almost, like, brainwashed in a way. It doesn't seem like all of them are abducted because a lot of them come from, like, families that are involved with, like, the mafia or, like, the mob. And they want them. And they're them. all separated by, like, racial stereotypes and stuff like that. Yeah. In well, the school. And... We'll talk about a couple of them, like, the, the Nazis and, like, all those weird shit. Yeah, there's, like, the stereotype black group, the stereotype, like... Hispanic, like, super Mexican. White, like, yeah. super Hispanic, super, like... Uh, and then you have, like, the edgy, like, punk kids who are, like, love. Those are, like, my favorite kids out of all of them, of course. Yeah, like, the only decent group is the, like, the main rats. group of outcasts and... The rats. That's what I'm saying, like, the, the, the newbies, basically. They call them the rats, that's why I keep saying that. Apparently, once you're not a newbie anymore, you apparently become a racist and just separate with your uh, group identity. From what the show plays out to me right in the beginning. It's basically, no. that You're wording that really weird. I know, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, I can tell and I don't like that. <laughs> uh, essentially, as I said, they're, they're all trained to become assassins. And so each character is a little bit different. Like we were saying, there are different groups for these characters. Um, but it's all like 80s style stuff. Like the music is super 80s, which I'm all about. The Cure played a couple times, which I love. So I'm here for that. Yeah. What are you looking at? Nothing. Okay. For those of you listening. No, I'm going to take that out. <laughs> going. Um, I think that the main kid's name is Ben, and he seems like he's been going through the foster home kind of system. And uh, this group of assassins is like, hey, you know, you're kind of homeless, and I heard that you did this terrible thing, so why don't you come join our school? This sounds awful. <laughs> Why don't you come join our school and uh, come murder people for a living? And he's like, sick, like, that's cool. See, when you start to play out this in a little bit of a vague summary like this, it sounds kind of off. Yeah, but when you watch it, it's very, like, you were, you're going to say the first episode wasn't amazing. It's very good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, and now you're like, he's kind of on the fence because, in my opinion, it seems like you're on the fence because it has to do with teenagers a lot, and that's where you kind of, like, are, like, not interested. Yo, I like stuff with teens and, and kids in shows, but I just don't like it when they're overly sexualized. I don't think it was overly sexualized at this point. I don't think it's, like, other shit, like, where you see, like, Sabrina and they're having orgies and shit. Like, this is, I think... Yeah, that's not... I don't think that's my main issue, though, I think, either. I'm gonna say this weird, but it's just the right amount of sexualized, where it's, like, you understand at this age group that stuff yeah, like that's you, gonna happen. Doing stuff. But it's not, like, overly pushed on you. And what I want to say, though, is that it is on sci-fi, which is notoriously known for not having 
the greatest shows like we like some shows on there but they're not very high produced and this seems like it's produced pretty well yeah in my opinion um but yeah so my description of that is very bad if you like independent publishers at all i would suggest checking out the comic if you are what are you doing swearing will you stop i'm listening to you just stop stop doing things you're distracting me i can do what i want if you're a fan of independent publishers, make sure that you check this out. Uh, it's super important for us to check out shows like this when they air to help ratings increase to show interest in the show. Right now it's got like an 8 point something on IMDb and it's getting really good reviews. So um, it is very good and I know we didn't say, <laughs> say it in a way that sounds very attractive. But if you watch some trailers on it, I guarantee that you guys will be interested in that. But yeah, check it out. Anything you want to say about the series? One thing that's agitating me uh, about all no, these positive. shows. No, positive. Well, and it's a good thing and a bad thing. Great thing, we're getting a bunch of cool shows. Bad thing, they're all so close to X-Men, but they're not X-Men, and I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth, because we're going to talk about... Like, Deadly Class? Are you kidding me? Really? I mean, none of them have, like, powers. They all are just, like, exponentially. Like, yeah, it's it, like, like the bootleg third world version of X-Men. I guess. It's, it's In decent. In the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. It, like, it, it's funny. But, like, they all kind of have that feel to it, especially with, like, the kids in school, you know, and they're all shot out. I will say, though, I, I'm pretty extra stoked on it because I've been, like, tweeting them and they've been, like retweeting me and putting me in like the deadly class school photos on their instagram and shit so like i'm really really into the show because they keep acknowledging me on their fan base (laughs) so like i'm extra pushing for them like yeah guys everybody watch this because like i'm trying real hard to get like a nice extra scene on the next season of the show (laughs) (laughs) you just see me i'm part of the yakuza in the back i'd probably be in the hispanic group right yeah, you gotta remember it's by race. It is. It is. It's very racy. It, yeah, you definitely see it. it's kind of based on like whatever social group is known for whatever. But um, we can talk about Umbrella Corp. What is it called? Umbrella Corp. <laughs> yeah, in Resident Evil, there's a there's a corporation called the Umbrella Corp. What is it called? Oh, okay. They release a virus called the what? T virus. Go ahead. Go ahead. Smoke your shit first before I fucking talk about the Umbrella Corp. <laughs> so, nah, but check out Deadly Class if you like bizarre, fun, I don't know, interesting, action-packed stuff. All right, you you start the conversation about Umbrella Academy. And on a similar note, have anybody seen the... <laughs> have, have, on, a, on a similar note, has anyone seen Umbrella Academy? Not Umbrella Corp, like something. No, I'm not keeping that in there. Just say, on a similar note, let's talk about Umbrella Academy and then like say a couple things about it. On another note of shows that are about, you know, like kids in class and stuff like that. No, I mean, it deals with them when they're younger, but at the current state, it's adults. But go ahead, continue. There's a show called Umbrella Academy. Yes. And... Yeah. Okay. All right, so I'm going to play it out for you. In the past, there's, like, a bunch of kids that are born, and this old dude, 
adopts them all. Okay, you are not... Take it back a second. First off, it's produced on Netflix. <laughs> it's a Netflix original series by Gerard Way. If you don't know who See, Gerard you Way is, introduce this stuff. I know because you're not good, and I gave you a chance. It's a Netflix produced show with uh, a story that is written from a comic from the guy from the Fallout Boy. Oh my god! It's a Netflix produced show, and it's written and taken from the original comic by Gerard Way. Which, if you don't know who Gerard Way is. He is the lead singer for My Comical Romance and the reason why a lot of us are seen trash garbage that we are today. What songs does the My Chemical Romance I'm not okay. And Helena, the girl. Why are you not okay about it? I'm not okay, I promise. That's the song. Oh, okay. And the Black Parade. Ding! We're going to have to check into this. No, I know who it is. This might, no, this might affect the show, so I can't listen to the music. So Gerard Way uh, decided to write a comic and, and, and basically has been focusing on that. They, My Chemical Romance hasn't been touring and, and it's sad, whatever. But he did a really good job um, with this. And I've heard about it for such a long time because I do like San Diego Comic-Con and stuff. But I've yeah. never had the chance to actually get to read it. So when I heard they were making this a show on Netflix, I was like, no way. That's like really awesome for him because I can't even imagine what it would be like to see like your career change from a musician, like a big musician, to um, a comic creator, and you know he's from New Jersey as well, so it's pretty cool to see like someone repping our state doing all these really yeah. amazing things. And unlike I think Deadly Class, they're both very action packed, but Deadly Class is more without powers, right? Yeah, it's less sci fi. This is more on the sci fi range. Yes, so both very action packed, very fun involved with you know it's like a students in a school kind of deal mm-hmm. but this version is a lot more down the sci-fi path and way more bizarre very comic book like yes yeah, so we get uh basically introduced into the story right away is that there's like i think they said 40 something kids was it or four, how many 40 something kids were born randomly to women like on a random day of the year like all these women just had babies they weren't pregnant they weren't, like, some of them might not even be sexually active at that point, but they just had babies. And so um, the whole world was like, what the fuck is happening? Because this Yeah, is that's right. Everywhere. They had the clip where the girl was, like, in the pool and then all of a sudden just had a baby in the pool. Yeah, like, she just had hell? a fucking baby. Yeah, man. And so the main guy, who's the father, he goes in search of all these children and he wants to buy them. He gets seven out of them. And um, because he's like, wow, this is, like, such a crazy thing. There has to be something to this. We don't know much more than this because we're only about, like, three or four episodes in. Um, and six out of the seven wind up having different types of powers. So you could talk about that a little bit more if you want. Well, okay. So out of all the different powers, um, there's, what, Ben. And Ben has, like, the ability to pull out some kind of dark power. And then there's, like... The main, I guess, leader of the team, which is Luther, mm-hmm. and he kind of is pulls the strings and tells them what to do and yeah, stuff like that. He's real, the strong boy. He's real muscly and his head's real small. We also think he might be part, like, gorilla or wolf because he's really hairy. Well, when they're introduced as kids, they're all just kind of kids. They yeah. Like just and we're kids. still learning, so if you're a fan of this, you probably have watched it already or read it. Or, but to summarize, know. there's, like, someone who can talk to dead people. Um, there's someone who can teleport. Um, and time travel. And time travel along with teleporting, which is very interesting. We and the show kind of revolves around that. 
person. And the one girl, uh, she has the ability to be like, oh, I heard a rumor of that. So she kind of like mind controls yeah, them. Yeah, she doing can stuff. control your mind. The other guy can like throw knives real cool. He's like a ninja assassin. Like he fucks shit up. Yeah, and he has a scar. <laughs> and uh... <laughs> and they have a, a weird um, uh, Satrakian oh my God. kind of looking dude. That's what I thought he was. If you guys don't watch The Strain, <laughs> you probably were like, what the hell are you saying? But we were really big fans of The Strain and the guy yeah, from great. that's great. And tell him about number seven. Which one was number seven? Ellen Page. Oh yeah, you don't. We don't need to talk about that one. <laughs> Not important. Because all she does is play the violin, and it makes me really sad that she seems so isolated. I keep thinking like when the show ends, like the last episode of the season, she's just gonna have a power that comes out of nowhere that was like suppressed with her she medication. She does or the power to play mediocre violin <laughs> and be and have a shit ass attitude. That's what her powers are. Oh my god! All right, so we sound like we're we're downplaying it. Um, but we're not. So Ellen Page is in this. Mary J. Blige is in this, which is fucking fantastic. Right. Oh yeah, she is in this. Yeah, and that it, is right. And it also and the guy who was the uh, the killer on Mindhunter, the main yes. killer. Yeah, yes. yeah. And also, um, if anybody likes Misfits at all, which we did, Robert Sheehan, that's his name. He was uh, Nathan on the show. He's Klaus. That's yeah, he's Klaus, the guy who talks to dead people. And he's, and he's fantastic. He's yeah. like Ezra Miller. If Ezra Miller didn't act and just went onto the television, like that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, but definitely. with drugs. But he's so good, and I'm really, really excited for. It. I think the cast is really good. I like number five. I think him and Klaus are my two favorites so far. Um, but I, I definitely recommend checking it out uh, if you are in the DMV area. Third Eye Comics is one of the last shops in that area currently covering it or holding it at the moment uh, because it's sold out online in a lot of places and a lot of stores don't have it. So if you're there, you might be one of the lucky few to grab one of the last copies. Just saying. Um, but yeah, it's it's because of the boost in popularity when things like the Go Live, like sales skyrocket for comics. And so it's been really hard for people to find right now, which I think is pretty crazy. Yeah. We didn't even talk about the main whole story about after the kids. Oh shit! Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So the kids are born. He brings them in and kind of does some X Men esque stuff with them. You know what I mean? Has them do all kinds of missions and stuff like that. And you know, some of them don't make it through the years and stuff like that. And um, basically, what happens is the one kid who can teleport and travel through time depends decides to be stubborn, and he decides to travel through time, and ends up in the future where it's the end of the world. And then he does whatever he can to get back. He gets back, and it's in the present day, which is apparently eight days before the end of days that he was just in. But he's still young, and they're all older, and it takes place basically at that point. It's like 16 years, I think they say, from when he left. Yeah, it's very interesting how that plays out. So that kind of gives you an idea of how that goes. And also, what's kind of the main way that the deadly class plays out as far as the story that drives that right away um it doesn't what seem can you tell me about that it doesn't seem for deadly class sorry we're jumping back a little bit for deadly class it just be, seems like our main character um has a history that's going on obviously with the place he was previously staying at because his they show the story in the comic strip how his parents get um killed and so he becomes an orphan and then something is attached to him with this orphanage but 
we're also seeing the dark side of the school as much as we're seeing like the fun aspect and like you know overall it's children who are becoming assassins so yeah who there's, can kick the shit out of people. Yeah. Like the main girl who's like a badass ninja. Yes. And stuff like that. Which I love her. She's great. Um, so there's a lot of conflict between like personal vendettas with the students in the school, like not knowing if the teachers and everything are up to good standards and, and it's just a lot. But those are two really good ones I definitely would recommend checking out if you're looking for something that's a little bit more like on the independent side. Yeah. Um, this is one I really want to talk about, which Joe has going to have no idea what I'm talking about, but Why the Last Man is coming to FX this year, and I'm really excited about this because it's another Brian K. Vaughn show, or I'm sorry, it's another Brian K. Vaughn comic being turned into a show, and this is from Vertigo, I believe, right? Is it from Vertigo? Yes, yeah, so Vertigo is a separate, like, I believe it's a part from DC. Song from you, too. Oh hello, hello. Yeah, so DC Comics owns so Vertigo as well. Vertigo. Um, so him and Pia Guerra, I'm sorry, I'm missing her name wrong. Pia Guerra, I think I'm saying that wrong. No, you just crushed it. That was perfect. Are you saying it? Are you making I don't know, I don't know if I Pia Guerra, that sounds more Hispanic. That's fancy, let me read it, I'll pronounce it properly. Guerra. Where is it at? Pia Guerra. Guerra. Pia Guerra. Oh my god. So basically, um, the series is about Yorick, and Yorick happens to be the last man on Earth on a random day, kind of similar to like Umbrella Academy. Um, all men on Earth die. Like, you're just walking down the street, and they just all collapse, and they just start bleeding, and they die. And um, all the women are like, well, what the fuck just happened? Like, nobody knows what's going on. And um, you know, they, they quickly find out that it wasn't just their area, it was worldwide, and that they're all gone. So they start to kind of, you know, build a future for women because, one, they can't really reproduce. I know some women, like, in the series, like, go and destroy, like, sperm banks because they're, like, oh, super feminist, like, fuck men, like, let's do that. Some of them become, like, yeah, part but of then a... doesn't that just destroy the human race at that point yeah but like there's Whoa. there's different factors like some of them want to preserve that sort of life there's people who um women who chop off one of their boobs so that they can like shoot arrows and stuff better and they become like part of like a crazy feminist group and like there's like a which by the way i'm not saying feminist in like a, a negative light because i consider myself feminist but i think there are like quote-unquote radical feminists and like extreme feminists if you want to say that in this comic series i wouldn't necessarily consider them like feminists as much as but the way that they're talking about stuff is because they are saying it in a feminine like that's why their mentality is like that so basically through all this york is the only one that lives him and his pet monkey and so he seeks out you know the world um the whole comic he's pretty much in a gas mask because he doesn't want to look too masculine because he's worried about well being captured and like i guess raped and stuff he's worried about uh, people wanting to kill him because they are like extreme like against men because of whatever fucking happened um and he's also worried about just you know his safety or if something might be airborne he has a lot of worries because he's the only man that he knows of in existence and he is the only man so so do any like babies get born from people there's so much that happens and i don't know if i really want to talk about i could talk about this to you separately because i think that people might want to watch it themselves um but i think it's like a six book 
think six or seven I have all of it and it's actually really good it was one of the first comics I read when I was getting into comics and it's actually a very good story and there's a lot of different characters um he meets like a secret agent that becomes like his partner and then they meet a doctor and the doctor's trying to figure out why he's the last man that exists and um there's even like a, a part where there's like some people left in space and they're trying to figure out like if it's safe for them to come back and all this. Are there this, any like, guys in space? There might be. There might be. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that Ooh. after. So this is a show that's coming out to um, FX and I think it's called FFX, like the extra channel that they have on there. And It's a porn one, right? Oh my God. <laughs> so close. Yeah, of course. Um, I don't know when the release date is on that, but it should be good. I don't know. I ha- I don't want to watch. I don't know. I don't watch a lot of FX released shows. Like what is it besides like It's Always Sunny? So I don't know, but I think it'll be good. <coughs> uh, that's set, I believe, <coughs> to come out next year or later this year. So if you guys are interested in that, you can check that out. What else are, have we been watching? We talk about Titans and Doom Patrol. Uh, so if you guys don't know already, we actually did a full episode on Titans. I think it might have been like our second or third episode. Yeah, really cool show. Uh, if you want to hear all about Titans, you can check it out there. But we talked about the DC Streaming Network, which is a pretty cool system. Um, you could give a brief synopsis on that and then go into Doom Patrol, which we haven't watched. But you could talk about how they're involved with Titans and stuff. So good. Well... I mean, okay, so first off, because I'm a little excited about Doom Patrol in a, in a way, although I'm not like someone who knows a lot about Doom Patrol, the things I do know, I'm excited about because it's really cool. Like with this whole Deadly Class and Umbrella Academy and what you call, uh, you know, uh, the Gifted being loosely based off X-Men and all that, all those things were originally, they're all based off of fucking Doom Patrol, not fucking just Doom Patrol. Excuse the F word. <laughs> but they're all based off of, you know, loosely based off of Doom Patrol or inspired by or whatever you want to say about it. But Doom Patrol is a guy who's this old doctor and he is in a wheelchair. Very similar to, you know, Professor X. <laughs> and, uh, Basically, he, he rescues a bunch of people that have all kinds of, like, uh, either they're, like, dying or they have some kind of crazy, like, mutation or something. Saves them all, brings them in this house, and um, basically uses his knowledge and power to, to help them and at the same time try to get them to help other people across the world. Or but across he seems the area. Sketchy. But obviously there's more to it. It's twisted, it's shot out, some things are kind of a little bit more messed up than they seem, you know, they're not as, you know, dressed up as they seem to be, so it's definitely interesting to watch. Um, one thing that people don't know is that Beast Boy from Titans, when you watch the Titans show, the introduction of Beast Boy is through Doom Patrol. And that's actually where Beast Boy was introduced in the comics in real life. So that's really interesting to know, and um, that's what inspired a lot of these shows that we're all t- that we've been talking about in general that we like. So that hopefully is going to be a really good show. I'm excited to see Brendan Fraser do more in it. 
That's going to be really cool. Um, the one guy from uh, American Horror Story is in it. From uh, Hotel, I believe. One of the guys from that season, I think he's in it. I'm not sure which one because there's like four males that look very similar. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them is, what's his name? Fuck. Is it Zachary Quinto and Eli Roth? Is that what I said before? Let me... Give me one second to check the cast. Give me a cast check. Matt Bomer. I think he was the one on American Horror Story, this guy. That one. What's that one? What's that guy's name? I don't know. He's making out with the dude there. Matt Bomer. Magic Mike. Okay, so Matt Boner, that dude, he's also in it. There's a bunch of, there's a pretty cool cast in it. Um, ooh, the guy who was the pirate guy on Dodgeball. He's in it. That's real specific. This guy. Mm-hmm. There he is. There he is. Oh, Alan. that's that's the guy who voices um, K2SO in Star Wars, and he does um, a bunch of different characters, actually. Yeah, he does the pirate guy and does, on Dodgeball. He does, remember I showed you the video of him doing the chicken hey-hey from Moana, and he's like, I went to Juilliard. Remember that video? Yeah, yeah. That's him. Yeah, he's good. I like him a lot. I didn't know he was in the show. What yeah, is he? There's a really interesting cast for that yeah, show. Yeah, this gonna... is actually a lot of people. But I'm most excited for Brandon Fraser because I'm sure um, some people probably know, but he's been kind of like out of Hollywood for a bit. He had like a sexual assault case, right? Um, he had some kind of uh, traumatic experience type of deal, and he's just been out of the limelight for a while. But either way, he's back, and uh, he's he was really fun. In the small bit that we saw him in, in oh, Titans. Yeah. And, uh, oh, they also have a, a character called Crazy Jane in the Indian yes. Patrol. And she's going to be very similar to, um, I guess, where they got the idea for the character for Split. Mm-hmm. You know, Crazy Jane is all the different personalities. And each personality, though, has its own mutation, like its own power. Yeah. Which could be crazy. Yeah, so I'm really, really so, excited to watch that. We haven't had the chance to yet because there's just been so many shows that, like, we. I feel like television goes on a dry spell for us, right? There'll be, like, a couple-month period where we just watch Criminal Minds and Forensic Files, and then we're like, oh, we've seen all these episodes. What do we do now? Not that we don't love those shows because we love those shows. Um, but this month, we've gotten so much new stuff. And, yeah, like, so it's, like, right off the jump, you know, we got a show where we got a bunch of, you know outcast younger teenagers you know recruited into a school to be assassins then we got another show about you know uh, a school an institute full of mutants who are now you know grown up in their school is disassembled and they're trying to stop the apocalypse and also some you of know, their father's murder they yeah murder then too. now and then now doom patrol the og is coming back into an actual show and that's, you know, got a lot of cool cast members, and it seems like it's going to be a lot of fun. And I mentioned Why the Last Man, which is also about, like, the apocalypse. And the last man. It's yeah. All, man, this, so this is going to be a really exciting time to watch some cool TV shows. And even though Doom Patrol is, like, a DC series, it's I've never heard of Doom Patrol until... No, it's not popular. That's what I'm saying. So it's still, like, indie enough where it's not as big name as, like, Spider-Man and, like, everything else. So when we get... The opportunity for shows, I guess, like, obviously, I would have never probably read Doom Patrol before, but now I'm definitely interested in that. 
um, because I'm seeing it being brought to light. So I think that's really good for the business of, of comics because there's always like talk like, oh, you know, comics like physical comics are going to fade out eventually and everything's going to be digital. And yeah, I don't... well, all of these shows are comic-based shows and those are all good comics and yeah. they all seem to be good shows, so... Yeah, so there's I think that. there's a lot of... A lot in the world and the future of comics and uh, the the movies and the shows and stuff. Um, but other than that, what else... Is there anything else that's out that we wanted to watch? That we wanted to watch. I mean, we still have to watch Legion about uh, Professor Xavier's son. Yeah, but like, I want like cooler, like independent Aubrey stuff. Aubrey Plaza's in it. Oh, I love her. Yeah, and I heard she's awesome in it. I love her. I know. See, there we go. Because Another she, show for us to watch. If just we ever. Of that. Side note. Because I kept saying things. Yeah, that so were Aubrey over. Plaza fucking the pastrami. <laughs> you know, when we um, have her in the threesome. That's what we have to talk about. Stop it. So I think that we covered, like, all the... uh, This is kind of a very short and sweet episode just because I wanted to get something out for Friday and also because there are some really good stuff out there that I think you guys should check out the trailers for and giving it a shot. I'm, like, talking stupid. There's a lot of good shows coming out and that are out currently that are just really worth watching um i mentioned earlier that it's super important for us to show support to shows like this because obviously they're being independently made even though they're on big things like net like netflix and sci-fi and whatever it may be they're still not the biggest market for these shows so showing that you like it tweeting it posting it stuff like that is really going to help uh that grow and for us to get more seasons of shows like this that we enjoy yeah, I'm also really excited to see uh, Alita Battle Angel. <gasps> oh my in god, theaters. I can't wait. <sighs> well, you know, um, it's going to be really cool. I've heard a lot of good things about it. I'm really excited. <coughs> yeah, and if you're in the New York City, Austin, or uh, where's the other one? Or LA area, they have the Battle Angel Alita uh, Passport to Iron City. Passport to Iron City. Yeah. Which is really fun. It's like a full-blown escape room. But it's like a legit movie set. Like, everything is really unique. They have great actors on there. It's a real fun experience. Large groups of people. And it's really, really cool. Lots of cool, unique stuff all branded to Alita. Really fun experience. Yes. I said a lot of words. It's okay. Words. Um, If you are... Words. If you're in one of those areas and you want to check it out, I have a 20% off coupon code that is valid until March 3rd. It's just LUA20, L-U-A-20. Really simple. Uh, Sends you some coin on that because I think tickets are around like 50 bucks for the experience, but it's totally worth it overall. Yeah, so if you want to take a trip to any cities near you, make sure it's Iron City (laughs) and stop by and have a good time over there. Uh, Before I end today's episode, I just wanted to mention that we have a busy travel schedule coming up. So we're going to be in a few different cities, and I wanted to mention it for those of you who want to come meet us at local shows. Yay! Yeah, it'll be great. You can meet her, and uh, I might be there, I guess. So we're going to be at the (laughs) Great Philly Comic Con on April 14th to... I'm sorry. We're going to be at the Greater Philadelphia Comic Con. Yeah, I was going to say, that didn't sound great enough. No, I'm sorry. You're, you're, I'm done. We're going to be at the Great Philadelphia Comic Con April 12th to 14th. I thought it was the Greater. 
I guess, but we're going to just say it like that. Um, where else are we going to be? April. Then we're going to be over at Awesome Con. That is in DC, and that is on April 26th through 28th. Then on May 2nd through, oh no, I'm lying. Then May 3rd to 5th, we will be at the Baltimore Tattoo Show. And what's next? And then June, we will be over at Big Easy Con. That's going to be June 1st and 2nd in New Orleans. So if you're in the New Orleans, Louisiana, some of you guys are going to be coming from Texas, uh, we'll be over there. I also have a coupon code for that show, and it's just Stardust19. That saves you 5 bucks off of admission if you guys want to come meet us at the show. And then finally, um, at this moment, I think it's the last thing we have booked, but we will be at the anime ink tattoo show in richmond virginia that is going to be june 14th through 16th so that's everything you could see us at the next three months if you guys are going to be there let us know on our facebook page oh wait we don't have facebook i lied <laughs> we have individual facebook's pages uh, facebook's pages if you guys are going to be at any of these shows uh let us know on our instagram page which is just pod for the recently released you can also let us know what your thoughts were on today's episode and if you're going to be checking out any of these shows as well do you have anything you want to plug <gasps> thought you were gonna light me on fire <laughs> no i don't know i'm confused now i think we covered just about everything you just laid a whole bunch of stuff out yeah i just laid out our dates on dates on dates we got them we got we got places to go, things to do. We could be like one of those cool podcast couples who do like live podcast things at shows. It ain't easy at Big Louisy. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Um, side note, because we are going to New Orleans, we're actually going to spend a, a few extra days there. And we're going to be investigating some spooky stuff. So maybe we'll have a few... Yeah, we're going to have a seance. I'm buying a Ouija board for the We trip. are not buying a damn Ouija board. Yes, I am going to practice the dark arts all throughout this trip. He's lying, and I will literally just burn it and get rid of it. Or not burn it, because it's going to haunt me. Well, but... you didn't stop the sacrifice last oh night. Oh my god, this is not even funny. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm going to have to make sure there's no Ouija board in my house, so we're going to get out of here. But thank you guys for Wish listening, and uh, we'll talk to you <laughs> you will hear from us next week yeah you will hopefully hear us in better english <laughs> fuck off you know wish us luck and we hope to see you soon anything you'd like to close out with live the dream live long and prosper we in here you know what it is